Magical Mara Designs is proud to sponsor this episode of the Dub Dub Review Podcast. If you're looking for custom, comfortable Mickey and Minnie ears, check out our designs or send us a message at MagicalMaraDesigns.com. Hello, and welcome to the WDW Review, and I'm your host, Chris Malik, and I'm joined by a big cast today, my co-hosts, Stacey Nyman, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Peter Ponacorvo, how are you? I'm here. Michael Black, welcome back. Hey, look at that mash there. How are you? Fantastic. Glad to be back. You couldn't end in something that ended in eck. You couldn't have continued that string. Eck. No, that's not good. That's not good. And Lisa Yost, how are you? I am good. How are you? We're all doing really well. Uh, Lisa, it's been a while since you joined us. Did we scare you away, or or, or what? What's the story? <laughs> no, I'm pretty. I'm actually surprised you guys invited me back. <laughs> Come on now. Come on. Didn't you? Didn't you hold some kind of uh, a victory over Peter and myself in some goofy draft? Isn't this the case? That was like the very first time I was on. <laughs> that was like two years ago, wasn't it? Yes. Do you remember the judge? Sure. Yeah, it was um, uh, Rod, Rod Wheaton. Oh my God, I forgot his name. Rod Wheaton. Rod? I think that was rigged. I think that was totally rigged, by the way. <laughs> Rod Wheaton, exactly. Long time since we heard from Rod, huh? We'd like to hear some new shows from him. What do you think the chances of that be? Slim to none. Slim to none. He's enjoying the Florida life. Yeah, I was saying this. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> He's enjoying that Florida life, isn't he? All right. Hey, we got a cool show. We got a really original show today. And Lisa and Stacy are going to play very important parts. But before we get to that, there's a lot of angst and anxiety in the world. We're going to shine a little light here. So let's go with something good. Let's go around the horn with our ladies here. Lisa, give me something good in your life. Uh, well, it is the middle of March, and our place down at the shore usually opens April 1st, so we were looking forward to that. Hopefully, uh, no issues uh, hold that up, so we're looking forward to a, a few weeks and we can get to get to the beach. Let's keep our fingers crossed, right? Yeah, yeah, we're hoping everything doesn't completely shut down everything for the summer, so that would be a big bummer. Lisa, I have always this desire to go and see the eastern seaboard and see the Atlantic Ocean like away from Florida, whenever I see your vacation pics, like the jealousy pangs just creep up in me almost more than any other vacation is when I see that the, those waves. It's it's gorgeous. Stacy, yeah, we have a good time down. There. Oh, I'm sorry. No, look, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to ask anybody ever go to the Eastern Seaboard, um, Jersey, New York, anything like that, guys? I went when I was ten. I visited my friend who lived in Long Island, so we went. Um, then, but I barely, barely remember it. I, all I remember is horseshoe crabs were all washed up on the on the shore, and those are the coolest things ever. So that's my takeaway. <laughs> nice, Peter, Michael. Any any time at the at the uh, at the shore? 
No, no, not me. I haven't. No. Man, I, I got to tell you, Lisa, one of these days I'm going to call upon you and be like, hey, you guys got some extra space for us to toss some sleeping bags down? And then you're going to be like, oh, God, this is not good. <laughs> you got it. It's a small place, but you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Stacy. what do you got good in your life? Um, I got outside today to go running, so that was really good. Scott and I um, are both right now working from home, so at about 2 o'clock, he's like, we got to get out of here. Let's go. And so we um, we told the kids we were heading out and took a quick run, and it was just exactly what we needed. There were a lot of people out there, and we saw some deer, and we stayed six feet away from everybody, and, it's, and it was wonderful. So it's good to get some energy out. Okay, let me ask you guys all right now. When you see people on the street, do you look at them the same way now? Do you say hi as friendly, or is it is there a different mood do you guys have when you're even when you're out? Because we went for a walk today too, and we noticed something. For me, and for when we were out running, it's it's funny because when you're on a path, you get two types of people: just those who just look down and don't make like pretend like you're not there, or people who are super overly friendly and you know say hi. And we're the overly friendly people. We found that most people were the same today. So, but we haven't really been out on the sidewalks, you know, walking around at all. It was just more on the path. Gotcha, boys. How about you? You guys uh, still out in a good mood when you're talking to people? Yeah. Yeah. We we haven't literally left the the van. We've gone and picked. Like I said, we've gone and picked up stuff from restaurants, but not a whole lot of contact with people, to be honest. Okay. When I was in the sidewalk today, I noticed that everyone is adhering to like one side of the sidewalk or the other. There's a clear line, which is appropriate. And like the greetings weren't as like friendly as usual. You know, like people were like, hi, you know, as opposed to hi, mm-hmm. how you doing? They were they were just a little less friendly today. It's the anxiety for sure. So Yeah, I think so. It doesn't hurt to be just as nice. You can just do it from a distance, right? That's mm-hmm. what I'm going for. Um, Stacy, you a faster runner in the afternoon or the morning? Well, we were really fast. I mean, really fast for us today. We were almost at, um, we we were just f- kind of flying. So I don't know if something was wrong with our uh, with our app or something, but um, maybe we are faster in the afternoon because that's we, we don't usually run then. So, or we were just trying to get back so that we didn't have to be in contact with anybody. One of those two. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Michael, give me something good, buddy. What do you got in your life? Uh, right now, we are visiting family in Ohio, so it's been awesome to, of course, see family, but also it's all about food for me when we come up here. We have some places that are only local that uh, we absolutely enjoy. I think it's that way for everybody. Uh, so when we come home, it's there's one uh, Mexican like fast food place that we, we eat at that we've literally had it every day for lunch since we got here. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, uh, we've had this, the same place for lunch. And then, uh, the pizza place we love, we've had the first night we got here. And then tonight we had it again because we're going to be going to my, uh, my in-laws, uh, tomorrow. So then we have a whole new list of places in her hometown that we, we go to. So that's what's good in my life. It's all about food. <laughs> that sounds very good. See, now you boys know, Michael, now you know why when I get down to a Wawa, and you too as well, Lisa, why it's something <laughs> special. To you guys, it's, it's just a place like it's to it's get gas. But to me, it's like, oh, I can't wait to get down there. I know you're thinking this guy's a moron, but it's, well, it's the same uh, thing. You know? Chris, to me, a Wawa is, is <laughs> anger. It's just straight up anger. 
but again, you've awakened this in me. Now, have we heard this story? Has everybody heard the Wawa story? Maybe I don't. Maybe not. Maybe not. Regale us with your tale, please, Michael, so I can get you all worked up. Please, please well, do. This is why, and so all of Edcott will know why I put angry faces when everybody talks about Wawa because I can't stand the place and I won't go near one. Okay, I interviewed for a position with Wawa. I got through two phone interviews. They loved me. Went in there and I talked to this lady about it. Uh, you know, this management position. Not in there. Not one phone call back. She was rude. And so from that point on, I said, if you don't want me, I don't want you. There are other gas stations out there. You can have your other managers. So that's where my just bitterness for Wawa comes from. Wow. You are a bitter man. See, it was all part of my plan to get you all worked up, just so you know, though, buddy. I, I, I had to do that. <laughs> yeah, I had something good this time, and I, you got to get me worked up. I had to do that to you. Peter, what do you got good in your life, buddy? Um, <clears throat> I am actually planning a trip myself. Okay. Um, I'm coming back to Chicago for a little while. Okay. You what? Yeah. Okay. I will be up in your all's neck of the woods for Easter. Oh, okay. Thanks to super cheap flights being offered by the airlines right now. Yeah. Um, Missy and I got round trip tickets for grand total for two people, $117 and change on American Airlines. Wow, nice. Good. Good deal. Good deal. Okay. Yeah, we're looking forward to seeing some family for for the holiday. And check in with your mom. I know she was just down by you, but awesome. That's that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to give something that doesn't seem as nearly as important as you guys, but I've really learned learned to appreciate it. With all this going on in the world right now, I've really enjoyed communicating and having fun in the Facebook group, in the Edcott Facebook group, and just having fun posts. And yeah, there's information about what's going on, but like we haven't changed the wackiness at all. Or like the light, you know, it's always, it's been just the same, if not even more so now than it has been before. So I'm really enjoying going on and seeing everybody's posts and it's like, okay, we've had enough of the news. Now we're going to go and we're going to pay attention to something fun, you know? So I'm really enjoying that right now. Um, you guys, would you like to learn about our show for today? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's the idea. Okay. I'm going to have Lisa and Stacy. They're going to act as vice presidents today. Okay. And they're going to act as vice presidents of a beer company. And their job today is to determine the sales pitch from Michael, Peter, and myself. And our job is we had to take a Disney attraction, a Disney land, or a theme, or a something. And we had to theme it to a craft beer. But it wasn't just so much the craft beer. We had to develop a name. We had to develop like a little backstory, potentially. We had to develop like uh, uh, the alcohol by volume, if you wanted. We had to develop a catchphrase. We had to develop everything about this beer. So I made an example to, to everybody a few days ago. If we use Soren, we would say, obviously, Soren would be like a... a um, a blue moon type style beer, which is, you know, uh, um, what uh, I'm it, drinking now. Yeah. It would, it would have an <laughs> orange in it or it would have, you know, it'd be a white, 
what 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 is what is blue moon considered uh lisa it's a wheat beer isn't it? It, oh. it's a belgian white okay it's, it's a belgian Be- style wheat ale i'm sorry i'm actually drinking it right now got gotcha <laughs> so with, i can read it to you. yes with a little bit brewed of citrus with, notes yes brewed with valencia orange peel gotcha so we would say soren's attraction would have an orange overtone and the beer might be called like um well, pick something that would go along with Soren. I forgot what I've used at this point, and I know it sounds anticlimactic now. And then you'd have various descriptions. So you're trying to match it up to a Disney attraction. So uh, it depends on how crazy you wanted to get. Like me, I might have got a little crazy with one or two of these, just so you know, like you didn't expect that. <laughs> but our job is we have to pitch you one beer each, and we have five beers put put to the put to our paper here. Your job, girls, is you each get to pick one, okay? So out of the three bears in the first round, three bears in the second round, you each pick one. Then on Edcott, I'm going to pitch it to the president, who is the Edcott community, and I'll put a post up saying, you need to pick a winner of this round, of this round, for all five rounds. So we're going to have one beer winner for each round. Are you guys cool with that? Yeah, nice. All right. Yeah, sounds like fun. So let's talk a little bit about our beer knowledge. If we had to go and say zero is our beer knowledge, just so everyone's aware, to 10, I'll go first and say my beer drinking knowledge is about a two. My beer knowledge is about a four or a five because I happen to work at a golf course that has a bar. Obviously not enough to know what Blue Moon is a Belgium white, but nevertheless, I know more, because I but I don't drink a lot. So mine's like a two, maybe three at the most. Um Michael, what's your beer knowledge? Uh, 0.5 to a 1. 0.5 <laughs> to a 1. Okay. Peter, what is your beer knowledge? Like a 1 to 2. Oh, we are amateurs. I love it. All right, hang on. Stacy, what is your beer knowledge? Mine's if you not. are all this high, I'm like a negative 16. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Lisa, yo, save us. What is your beer knowledge? I'm probably about a plus... 50. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm not that high. Um, knowledge actually of the beers and like the, like we were saying, the Belgian whites or whatever, probably around the same guy, same range as you guys, but you guys know I'm much more of a wine drinker, but lately I've been into the beers, so I might be a little higher on that part. Maybe a four or five. Nice. So we have, (laughs) so we are as amateur as it gets. And I know if you're a beer drinker, like these guys are morons. Are you kidding me? (laughs) But I promise you, we're going to have fun and we're going to make you laugh today. So you girls up for the task? Is that cool? Yeah. Yeah. You know how good I am at judging things. I know. It's great. (laughs) I've never judged anything. It always seems so easy when you're listening. So we'll see how it actually goes doing it. All right. So here's the parameters for you guys. You can't judge based upon your taste. So let's just say that Stacy loves... Michelob Ultra and a beer was reminiscent of Michelob Ultra but you have to judge based upon a variety of factors the title the full description the the backstory it, it's a whole overall picture not your personal preference so <laughs> even it. though you might hate like a shandy you know or a fruit beer um just consider the whole picture when you when you're judging it is that is that good you guys okay with that yeah mm-hmm. all right um Michael Peter, yes. would you guys like to go first? I can go first. I don't care. All right. so <laughs> You can go first. Pick a random beer, and this is your round one. Go ahead. All right. Ladies, my round one beer is the Malt of Presidents. Catchphrase, I see dead people. 
All right. Ask not what your beer can do for you. Four score and seven years ago, we created this new deal. This refined colonial revolution has a thousand points of light that will trickle down and be huge. Yes, you can enjoy this balance of spicy hops, slightly sweet roasted malts, and a smooth finish. I give you the malt of precedence. Okay. Very good. Awesome. Very good. Peter, do you want to go next? Um, yeah, why not? I, I, I'm going to be really quick and easy. So <laughs> I'm not actually trying to pitch you an A beer. I'm trying to pitch you a whole line of beers. Ah. This is a Nyman move, this, Peter. This line, <laughs> no, 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 because I'm going to tell you each beer individually within the line. Okay. As my five beers. But I'd like to introduce you to Gracie Manor Brewery Company. All of our bottles are either going to be purple or black. No clear bottles, no green bottles. And all of our beers will bring you to the top tier attraction in Disney World. And we're going to start out with our little Leota lager. It'll make you hurry back. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well thought out, buddy. Uh, Michael? I have no idea what it tastes like, so I... <laughs> That's okay. I'm an idea guy You know what? People company. would buy that, I'm just... so who cares? Peter, is the label purple? Because if it's purple, then it's going to sell. Well, no. If it's, if it's a purple bottle... Then it'll be a black label with some some probably metallic and purple lettering. Gotcha. Or if it's a black bottle, then we'll go purple label. Gotcha. Well, we could probably work mine in there, too. I see dead people. I mean. Yeah. There's a theme going on, I see. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, yeah. Catch, the catchphrase would work. <laughs> we might be able to swipe that catchphrase for one of our, our brews. Hey, hey, um, I see a merger coming. Hey, hey Michael, you yeah. mentioned the president's. Me and Michael versus Chris. I well, hang on. Happening. Well, just wait. Let's see. You mentioned the presidents, and I will see your presidents with my own Hall of Presidents-inspired beer. My beer is called the Commander-in-Chief. Okay? It's got an alcohol by volume, an ABV of 5.0. It is an American amber lager, so it's a little darker. It's not just pale straw color. Okay? It's got caramel notes. It's got low bitterness. My catchphrase is, it's good for the stars, but better for the bars. Get it? Stars and bars. Hall of Presidents. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. It's going to have some old school, like Americana type font using blues, reds, and golds. And it's manufactured by the 13 Counties Brewery. Mm Mm-hmm. 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 All right, girls, you got to pick two out of those three to move forward. Okay, so like if Lisa picks my first choice and I pick one of the other two, e- we, we don't want to be tied. Correct. And then rotate, okay. I guess. So so we'll let the guests go first. Lisa can go first yeah, and then Stacy. Okay, remember how we went back to saying judging seems, seems easy when you're listening? Yeah, this is already hard. These are some it is. really good things. Okay. Like, you guys are really creative. Um. You got some. Oh wow! You know what? I really liked Michael's, the malt of presidents, but because he threw in like Trump's huge 
<laughs> I might have to ding you on that one. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to go with Pete on this one. The Gracie Manor Brewing Company. I, I like the, the presentation on it with the purple and the black. That's very different, very creative. Okay, so our little, little Leota Lager. Little Leota, yes, okay. Little Leota, yes. Okay. The little Leota Lager. Okay. Yeah, and that's appropriate because if Pete has a full lineup, it's good to kind of get him in on the first round because otherwise it would be confusing with the storyline and everything. Yeah, this is really hard because I really liked both Chris's and Michael's a lot. Um Oh, this is really, really difficult. Um, I am going to go... I'm going to go with Michael's, just because it had a little bit more of a storyline. But, Chris, it was really, really difficult to pick between the two of you. There's no problem. Could have gone either way. So, so oh, cir- no, circle those no guys. Like, in two minutes from now, I will pick you over no, no, no. the same exact presentation. Cir- so circle those guys, and then we'll write them down, because it's going to be too much to write down. So, circle those two. And then we'll go in reverse order this one, so it's fair, okay? Perfect. <laughs> so, this, my next beer is inspired by Spaceship Earth, okay? This beer is called The Time Machine, and it's a 4.5 alcohol by volume, and I'll explain why. This is a fruit and field beer, so it's like a shandy, okay? And that means that fruit is put into the beer at any point during the brewing process. And here's why. It's got the flavors of pomegranate and dates. And you're like, why? Because the ancient Egyptians were the first documented breweries and brewing, first documented the brewing process 5,000 years ago, and they used pomegranates and dates. Okay. Interesting. The actual first. No, it's 100% true. But the first brewers (laughs) were the Mesopotamians. That was 10,000 years ago, but they never documented it. But it was traced because they found like like residue and stuff. But the Egyptians 5,000 years ago used pomegranates and dates. Okay, my catchphrase is going to be, so let's travel back in time together with the time machine. And it's manufactured by the World Traveler Brewery. Okay. Michael, you go next. Oh, okay. This one, I have to figure out which one I want to put up against that. Oh, man. Okay. We've got Sea Witch. And this villainous, full-bodied big beer with a rustic malt flavor, pungent hop, and musty effervescence will help you get your voice back. It's 8% alcohol by volume can have you make questionable decisions. (laughs) The catchphrase is, I can't feel my legs. Good. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Good. Peter. Okay, so the next thing that the Gracie Manor Brewery is going to be uh, producing is going to be Constance Hashaway Cranapple Cider. And that deep red color will bring you back because it's worth killing for. Nice. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Oh, boy. (laughs) All right, ladies. Stacy, you're up first. Okay. Oh, these are all so good. See, you should not have me as a judge because I'm going to say that at every <laughs> single round. Every single round. Okay, I so I and I swear that I'm not just doing this because I felt bad last round. I am going to pick Chris <laughs> <laughs> because um, 
I loved the amount of research that it went into that. I felt like maybe um, Chris's family is just, they have to stay in the house. Chris needed to come up with a nice history lesson. He decided to combine <laughs> this project and um, teaching his kids something. E-learning. And he's like, let's kill two birds with one stone. Let's find out what the Mesopotamians <laughs> did. And that's where this was born. So I'm going to go with Chris. And this, this makes, I think this is going to make Tim Venswell very proud as the, well. The time machine. Tim's cracking a cold one right now. Okay. <laughs> Lisa, you're up. This time I got to go with Michaels just for the catchphrase of the camp feel my life. <laughs> nice. And I give full credit to Christina on that one. She that was, was the brains awesome. of that one. <laughs> okay. So, so far, Michael two, Peter one, Chris one. Okay. Uh, big guy, you're up first this round. All right. So, um, the next one's going to be the Hitchhiking Ghost Hefeweizen. It's ghoulishly good. Okay. Fair. I'm sorry. I, I chuckle anytime anybody speaks German. I don't know why. I, the <laughs> language, the language just makes me laugh. Michael, sorry, can you repeat the, the the tagline again? I'm sorry. Ghoulishly good. Ghoulishly good. Sorry about that. I got Kylie outside the door sending notes. <laughs> okay, Michael, you want to go or shall I? Uh, you can go. Okay. I'm gonna have a beer here inspired by. Thunder Mesa. Okay. And that's a real place in Disneyland Paris, but it was also for the unbuilt land at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, Credit to Mark Davis. Okay. Uh, And that cat. So. Yeah, I know. (laughs) If I let him out, he's going to cry on the other side of the door. So it's it's a lose-lose situation. You pick. You you want want to let him out? Go ahead and let him out. We'll, We'll let you go here. No, no, he'll just cry to be let back in. So, and he'll scratch at the same time. Then, okay, you so, let the cat out. I'll let Kylie. <laughs> I might just throw something at him. Actually, something okay. soft. Okay, please so don't write me emails. This this description is going to come in a few different ways. This is an American porter. Okay, I'm going to leave the name off right now. And American porters uh, are, are highly roasted. They sometimes feature a burnt flavor. They can be barrel aged in whiskey. Or bourbon barrels. They sometimes have notes of chocolate uh, in them. So this is called the Thunderbird. And it's a 7.0 in terms of alcohol by volume. And it features chocolate notes. And you're like, why is it called the Thunderbird? The backstory is, according to the folklore of local Indian tribes, Thunder Mesa was the roost of the legendary Thunderbird who guarded the gold within the Big Thunder Mountain from any who dared to take it. Now, you're like chocolate notes because, ba-boom, in Aztec culture, cacao beans were considered more valuable than gold. Nice. Right? And my catchphrase is, better than gold. Okay? And it's manufactured by the Western River Brewing Company. Nice. All right. Well, then, I'm going to bring out my big gun on that one because that was pretty good. So here we go. It's buzzed. This beer <laughs> is no laughing matter. This alcohol-rich imperial stout could make you go a little loopy thanks to its, get this, 32% oh, alcohol by volume. Do they even make a beer like that, Michael? 32. What are you, a sweet hill people? What is that? If you're a fan of bitter, tart beers what that have been that? aged for over a year... And whiskey casks. This beer 
will take you to infinity and beyond. Yeah. Oh, man. Get a half a beer. And beyond. Wow. And the catchphrase for buzzed is going to make you spin. A single glass is more than enough to get your buzz on. Okay. <laughs> Ladies, you have some tough, tough choices. Um, who goes first? Is it Lisa this time? Yeah, Lisa gets to go. Okay. Ah, thanks. <laughs> this time I'm going to go with Chris because the chocolate right now, I'm loving chocolate right now. I got to go. I got to go with Chris. With the Thunderbird. Thunder Mesa. Okay. The Thunderbird. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm making notes and I'm just jotting everything down. Oh, you're, you're, so I'm not doing anything. <laughs> you're doing a good job. I'm trying. All right, Stacey, you got to pick between buzzed and Peter. Which was, you, which was yours? Uh, that was the hitchhiking hick. Yeah. Let's try this again. That would be the hitchhiking ghost Hefeweizen. It's gotcha. ghoulishly good. Gotcha. Okay. All right. I am going with buzzed. Buzz. Is it buzz or buzzed? Buzzed. Buzzed. I'm going with buzzed because that just sounds like a train wreck waiting to happen, and I would love to be there for it. It is mm-hmm. a train wreck at 32%. Yeah, I would say, that is a train wreck. That is a train wreck. Okay. Um, who's first? Is it uh, is it you, Michael, at this point? I think so. I think so. All right. Next, we have the 3C Cerveza. It's a grand fiesta. This light, dry beer has a pleasant malt and hop notes with a round, dry finish. You and your caballeros can feel like birds of a feather as you add a lime wedge that complements and intensifies the flavor through the palate. 3C Cerveza. It's a grand fiesta. Nice. Can I ask? Is that your mic drop? Is that three C's? C C C. Is that is that it? Obviously, Michael. Yes, yes. The three caballeros. Gotcha. Three C's. Got, three gotcha. C's. I love it. Gotcha. Okay, <laughs> Peter. Back to you. Um, we're gonna go with Melanie Ravenswood Honey Malt from Disneyland Paris. It's the Phantom favorite. Okay. Because that's Phantom Manor, not the Haunted Mansion. Gotcha. I'm going to give you a beer inspired by Expedition Everest. Of course you are. Okay. Do you know how many breweries there are in Tibet right now, Peter? I, I, I learned it today. Do you know how many breweries nope. there are? In- <laughs> one. Zero. No, there's okay. one. They have one brewery in Tibet. This is just a little fact. So it often closes because of things like they can't get enough material and mm-hmm. so but they have one brewery called Lhasa Brewing okay it's a subsidy of Anheuser-Busch so I mean whatever uh, Car- no, I'm kidding no it's no Carl's, Carlsberg owns it anyways this beer is a European style lager okay because it's actually they, they've been bought by Carlsberg beer whatever um, it's called the Yeti's Arm okay um, it's 5.0 and it features Himalayan spring water and Tibetan barley. Okay. It's as refreshing as a Himalayan escape, which is the name of the uh, the travel agency when you enter the queue at, at the Expedition Everest. It's manufactured by the Forbidden Mountain Brewery. Nice. 
dead air here. Yep. Who's L- ladies. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll go first if you don't care. Oh, yeah. No. So, so sorry. I was like waiting for the next one. Next person to start talking. That's fully totally my fault. <laughs> yeah, we're done. <laughs> yeah, that was you. <laughs> That's me. So um, I'm going to go with the Yeti's arm for this one. Um, I like how the ingredients were sourced locally. So, and uh, obviously the, the tie to Exposition Everest was, those little tiny details were really cute. Okay. Lisa? I'm going to go with Pete for bringing out a Paris Disneyland favorite. Good job. Um, guys, to that Paris uh, Phantom Manor, when I first went many years ago, I didn't like it. On this recent trip, it's really, really good. It's really enjoyable. It's scary. It's like different. It's way different than you than you know any uh, haunted mansion. It's unique. And I finish. I close up here, right? This is my turn? Yep. Sure. Sure. All right. I'm going to give you a beer that's uh, going to... Let me see here. I have to pick. Is this bad that I've got more than five? Um, I have to give you a beer inspired by the Kilimanjaro Safaris. And this one's called the Savannah Sunset. And this is a mix because that's popular right now too. So it's a uh, it's a lager and cider mix, a hard apple cider mix. It's 5.0 alcohol by volume. It's slightly fruity without being sweet. It's darker color like a sunset. Okay? So I've got two catchphrases. I can't decide. The first one's either relax or it's crisp as a savanna breeze and it's produced by the harambe preserve bottling company peter i I like your second catchphrase yeah i wasn't sold on relax it sounded good but i wasn't sold on it all right who's next michael um peter yeah go ahead michael okay i'll put my week one up at the end i'm fine with that my final selection here is called after all it's a world of laughter a world of beers this full-bodied lager with deep golden color light fruity aroma a mild bitter taste and a balanced hop aroma leaving a crisp clean finish for ultimate refreshing taste it's a small world after all maybe a little too small for a taste this big did did you frame a beer after a bunch of miners, Michael? I just want to know. Is that is that the case? I'm just, Sounded like I'm just it, curious. It? Are you are you trying to put this beer towards kids? I'm just wondering. <laughs> this is a near beer. <laughs> it's a near beer. <laughs> uh, so it's like that Heineken 0.0. That a boy. Way to come back. All right, Peter. So the last one is going to be the Grim Grinning Ghosts IPA. It's otherworldly pale. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's really good. All right, who's first, ladies? I think Lisa gets it this time. Okay. Oh, come on. <sighs> they were really good. I agree with Michael that the Chris, your second catchphrase was much better than the relax. Okay, I couldn't decide upon it. It sounded good <laughs> at first. That was, yeah, it was much better. The after all sounded really good. But I think your catchphrase, the world of laughter, world of beers, will start getting everybody's head. And it might drive me nuts. Mm. <laughs> the grim, I'm going to go with Pete with Grim Grinning Ghosts. Okay. The IPA. Okay. Stacy, you're up. All right. And I'm going with Michael for the small world yeah. beer. 
Um, the minors? Oh, no, that's terrible. Okay. Well, I have four kids, so I'm just thinking, you know, it would be... And he's, never mind. she's I, trying to get continue. them to bed. I'm not even continuing <laughs> with my thoughts. So, yeah, yeah, that was a great one. P- Peter, if they're not drinking salt water, they're drinking the beer, right? <laughs> Try the beer, kids. I will not admit anything on air. Very good. Okay, so um, we'll have to put these up on EdCat. Um we obviously had way too much fun doing this kind of stuff. Um, so I'm kind of surprised to see that Disney hasn't created a craft brewery. And during this process, I was thinking, why don't they put one in the World Showcase? And I realized, oh, yeah, that would be just a disaster if they had a craft brewery there. Yeah. They, would, they, would, they, they have that for the festivals. You know, as a permanent booth, I'm thinking that would probably just solidify the reputation that the World Showcase currently has right now, too. So... Yeah, I, I realized that pretty quickly. Stacy, you were doing some research, though, earlier in the day, and you, mm-hmm. had, you had a good idea. Well, I didn't have a good idea. I will be in full disclosure that when I thought that I was actually going to be participating in this project, I started panicking and fully admitted that I was planning on cheating through this entire thing by getting other people to write my descriptions for me. So Clearly, I put I out because <laughs> mine were horrible. <laughs> but I put the project out on a group that I'm in, and one of my friends in the group came up with a description. So he, um, this is courtesy of Mike Sturgos, and he came up with Claim Jumpers Ale. It's a cream ale. It's 5.2% alcohol by volume. And then he has some other numbers, which I'm just going to read. IBUs 18 SRM4. Created by Tumbleweed's finest with elements from both ales and lagers throughout the brewing process to achieve this crowd-pleasing, crushable flavor. Rye provides an earthy spice to this crisp, smooth beer, and it is a great choice for even the rowdiest of prospectors looking for something less hoppy and sessionable after a long day of prospecting Big Thunder Mountain. So that's Claim Jumper's Ale, and I thought he did a great job with that. He did a great job, yeah. And he's, um, he's using it based on a brew that is by Empirical Brewing, which is right here in Chicago. So Cool. But he put a little Disney twist on it. Okay, so let's go around the table here. Now, we we rarely talk about alcohol, but based on this show, if I had to put one beer in front of you right now, what's your beer of choice? Lisa, what would be the one beer that you would pick? Uh, it is a Sam Adams, probably their summer ale. Okay. Stacy, what Very would be the... close to their winter lager. What would be the beer in front thing. of you, Stacy? <laughs> okay, the beer in front of me will all day, every day be whatever that thing was that I got in Epcot <laughs> running the marathon toward the end that was frozen on the top. Oh, um, okay. That was just absolutely phenomenal. I think it was because I was really tired. But um, that is far and beyond my top choice. Peter, is that a current thing? Michael, is that a current thing at Epcot, the frozen beer? I think it is, right? It's a it's a permanent type type. I don't know. Peter would be better to answer that one probably. <laughs> We need some feedback here, right? From Edcott. Is that a permanent thing? Yeah, yeah. I think I think it is. Peter, what would be the beer I put in front of you? Um Well, if it's a beer, it's one from Mexico that you told me I wasn't allowed to say the name of. And if it's not a beer, then it would be a cider. Most likely a cider in black from um Rosen Crown. 
Okay, so my idea here of the uh, the Savannah Sunset, that one with the lager and the cider mix, that would appeal to you? You you would well, like? Well, no, cider and black is actually Guinness. Um, it's no, it's hard cider and black currant juice mixed together. Oh, okay. I, 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 I'm sorry. When I ever hear a black, I always think of Guinness as the as, as that the sounds mix. delicious. Though. Yeah, I, I would not drink anything with Guinness in it. I do not like Guinness. Okay, me Sorry to our one Irish fan. <laughs> <laughs> easy now easy now michael what would be in your uh in your cup if it was one beer i'm so boring it's it would either be a budweiser if i wasn't watching the calories or a Michelob ultra if i was gotcha the so, Michelob ultra is popular yeah hey, i mean my, it, my, it tastes my good beer and... brand just came out with a uh a one that's zero or not zero but very low carb as well premier mm. okay um, if I had to put a beer, I'd be boring too as well. Depending on what was served at the Budweiser Brewery, you guys would laugh. But Michael, I like the Michelob Ultra as well too. The organic version of that is no bueno. If you have ever seen the organic version to sell, I wouldn't buy mm-hmm. it. It's not good. Um, Bell's Oberon is good. They have it at work. That's a really good beer. Um, and then when it's really hot out, honestly, I just like I like a summer shandy. Liney's got some good beer. Um, that's mm-hmm. a nice, refreshing beer in the summertime. But it only works in the summertime. It doesn't work any other time of the year than than sitting outside when it's hot. Yeah, so, I agree with that. So, okay. Um, anything left before we end the show and we throw this up to Edcott? Anything left, guys? No, not for uh, me. Nope. I don't no, think so. Okay. So one last question around the table. Just give me one answer to this one last question. How many times a day are you currently washing your hands? Oh man! All right, that's I only want. I just needed a number. Give me a number estimate, Stacy. How many times a day are you currently washing your hands? Gosh, I would say at least like fifteen or so. Whenever I get up to touch anything, really do anything, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Peter. How many times? Um. Uh... I am going to not answer this. Not answer this. Michael, how many times? <laughs> I'll just say as many as it takes. As many. Lisa. Gosh, you guys make me give a number thing. Hang on. How, how, how many times? Yeah, I'm going to cheat too and say as many as I can. I just, I can't count. There's just too many. Yes. Who only 10, Stacy? Oh. I know, I- Ask me again. Ask me again. 25. Ask me again. 14. Ask me again. 349. Well, we are taking pens from people and money. So, like, for me, it's probably, it before this, it was probably 30. And now it's probably double or triple that because I'm paranoid about it now. So... Yeah, that's. Just... I have done a first, okay, and this is not a big deal or anything, but I, for the first time, I've ever put my credit card in a bowl at Burger King for them to take oh, it out of the bowl, okay, then put it back in the bowl, yes. and then hand it to me. Well, we make no light of this because really? the world changes. Yeah. It seems every three hours, and we're all struggling to catch up. So, um, yeah, I, I just that was yeah, and I'm me. gonna like mm-hmm. give myself a disclaimer too, because now, of course, it's me, and I'm overly analyzing this. When I was at work, it was way more, okay, everybody? It was way more, but now I'm home, okay? So I'm not dealing with other people and touching pens and other people touching Calm down. She had that wine. Stay breath. She had that wine and it's all over now. It's angry. I had had a big glass of wine and I'm fired up. It's angry, Stacey. Got her angry. She's had some buzz. It's 38,000%. I would think she'd probably be a little more calm if she had one of those. She can't feel her legs, Michael. She can't feel her legs. 
All right. <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening today. All right. Have a great day, everybody. Bye, everyone. Yeah. Good night. Catch you on the flippity flop. <laughs> <laughs>